Today's episode of The Random Fandom is brought to you by... Hey guys, this is Brandon, and as a man, I know that getting an abortion is one of the hardest choices you can make, but a new group of medical professionals has found a way for you to have this life-changing procedure and for it to be as comfortable as possible. And they know that your favorite movie of all time is The Terminator, which is why they've created Hasta La Vista Babies, the only Terminator-themed abortion clinic on this side of the Mississippi. You'll be surrounded by life-size cardboard cutouts of Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, Michael Bean as Kyle Reese, and, most importantly, Bill Paxton as punk leader. That's right. Did you know Bill Paxton was in Terminator? Let the doctors make you feel at home with their spot-on Arnold Schwarzenegger accents. Who is the daddy and what does he do? See? Plus, you'll receive a free autograph poster for every successful procedure. Autographed by the front desk personnel. Enjoy several complimentary amenities, such as free in-office Wi-Fi, courtesy of Skynet. So if you need your little John Connor terminated, come to Asta La Vista Babies, where after only one possibly more procedures, you'll be saying, Asta La Vista, baby. Procedures have a 60% chance of success. Service is no longer available in Alabama. Hello everyone and welcome to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Hello. Like Little Caesars, we are hot and ready to get into this next episode, episode 78. It's amazing what $5 can get you with Little Caesars. Yeah, it's amazing what free can get you with this podcast. This episode is sponsored not by Little Caesars, by the way, but maybe someday, maybe we're planning for a future partnership. What a beautiful thing that would be. I know, right? We're both cheesy. Well, what if they were? What if they just gave us like free hot and ready pizzas? I would give them to someone else. Yeah, Have you no. had Little Caesars lately? No, actually, I haven't. Remember when they used to come in the squares? Oh yeah, yeah that, that was, was like them. their trademark. That, that was them. Can I do? Well, a li- yeah, because you fill out the entire box. If you think about it, it's the round pizzas. You get are, less. Are, they're ripping you off. They really are. Uh, can I do my favorite Little Caesars impression? Okay. Pizza, pizza. That was really good. Yeah. Oh, good you know job. what else might be good? If we got into this podcast. Yeah, enough of this bullshit. So what we got to talk about today yeah. is first a and lot. foremost, we're going to give our Stranger, si- Str- Stranger Things Stranger Stranger Things, Things sing-along. <laughs> let's season, go. Our Stranger the Things Demogorgon season three. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah, good. Let's go. <laughs> What? What if there was like a what if there was a spin-off and it was like this sort of like romantic comedy called The Demogorgon and Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starring a demogorgon <laughs> and Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> <laughs> but she's Phoebe from Friends, but she lives with the Demogorgon. She always plays You're the same so character. Weird. <laughs> okay, so what? we're gonna talk about Stranger Things. It's our, gonna be our topic three. of the week. That'll be our topic of the week. Spoiler. We'll, yeah. If you're spoiler. like us, we say this a lot, but if you're like us, you've already watched it to completion. I mean, you finished the season. <laughs> what you did while you're watching it, your business, not ours. Like, yeah, I love the Demogorgon. Actually, this one, it was the Mind Flayer. Ooh. Yeah. Our minds we'll, were pretty flayed, we'll but we'll get, get into, into that. it. Yes, we will. What else do we have? And then we have a whole bunch of news that we're going to catch up on. First and foremost, kind of like is... cross platform. Yeah. Well, because I mean, of what dumped on us after San Diego Comic Con. Well, and a little bit before that. So we're yeah. going to kind of cross over. So we've got some stuff before that, such as. Uh, some Witcher talk. We want mm-hmm. to talk about the Switch Lite. But then, yeah, I mean, San Diego Comic Con. 
Oh, the Switcher. The Witcher on Switch. Oh, what a, is this Henry Cavill playing video games That'd be the cool. entire time? That'd be very cool. Or Henry Cavill playing the Witcher on As a Switch. Geralt. Yeah. Of Rivia. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like a... If you think about it, when you see him, mm-hmm. it kind of just feels like cosplay. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, we, there's a whole bunch of stuff about Marvel Phase 4 coming Holy out of Comic-Con. Shit. And there's other stuff that came out too, but nothing as impactful to us as all of they what we're going to get for the, the next few years. They monopolized this uh, Comic-Con. They, I mean, they're monopolizing movies right now. It, just entertainment in general. Yeah. So, so let's lick their balls. Okay. Let's cool. get into it. This is our topic of the week. Stranger Things season three. Um, let's bullet point it. Things are picking up. Some people are dead, but maybe not really. And Will is getting creepy looking. <laughs> he is. What is that haircut? I mean, I what is his same, outfit too? I know match. it's the same. Yeah, it's the same haircut and outfit as he wore several I get years it's ago. Symbolic of the time, it's but just damn. weird, man. Yeah, he is. He's looking like he's gonna be driving a van real soon. Yeah, he is with getting, shaded windows. I think. I think it gets weirder the taller he gets, and he had a growth spurt. Oh, especially in the uh, lower th- body. Yeah. So did Mike. Yeah. Growth spurt. Creepy now. A little weird. You like the season, though? I do like the season. So our overall thoughts, let's get into that. I thought the season was a very strong addition to season one and season two, which were both really good. Yeah. Your thoughts? Nothing's going to be for me. Granted, showmakers, especially like this, I believe, are making a whole series. They're not be like, okay, let's make this season better than last. It's just like, it's just one continuous story. You know what I mean? But for the viewers, we typically tend to compare it season by season. I didn't like it as much as season one. I liked it a little more than season two. Okay. Overall, it still is very aware of where it came from, and I like where it's going. Yeah, it keeps all of the same charm. ingredients. Yeah, well, and, and charm part is, of those ing- yeah. it, charm is one of the ingredients. Yes, yeah. very much so. Um, Boys are getting older, but still, it's the 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 dynamic between the guild or whatever they called themselves originally. Uh, they're yeah. What do they call I don't themselves? Remember, I don't they're party. Remember. Okay. Yeah, it's a D and D term. So I think that this was one of. I think, well, I was going to say one of the best seasons. There's only three. I think it's really good, and I think it's in line with season two, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less, but season one just had that like impact, right? Well, it like, had the nobody was of being expecting first. it to be No one knew what the hell it was going to be. Yeah, now there's already expectations based on the strength yeah. of the two previous entries. Um, yeah, what a what an awesome show. It, it made me, because going into it, uh, it did seem especially when they announced that it was taking all of 2018 off, like a feeling of like, oh, that's a bummer. And uh, that's a long time to wait. Mm-hmm. And now coming out of it, I was like, worth it. You know? Well, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, it, we uh, I'm thinking about Game of Thrones, right? Season season eight and how it took so long to get season eight. And then season eight was For a bit it, of a disappointment, yeah, quite a bit of a disappointment. And there, I got those feelings, like that reminiscent feeling of like, oh boy, this is kind of feeling the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm really happy to say that I was happy with it and it didn't turn out the same way that Game of Thrones did. I think fans are generally pleased with this. I do have some things that I I will nitpick when we get into the details. But overall, if I took take a look at the whole season, then I'm quite happy with it and I, I really liked it. Yes. You know, each season kind of has different themes you know, the theme of season one, as far as like pop culture that borrows from is definitely like 
kind of ET-ish, you know, finding that creature in the woods mm-hmm. and what's it all about. And um, season two, they, you know, they dressed up like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. it had the kind of vibes like that. And like there's, you know, the, the demodogs and stuff like this. This season, you know, had a theme of like mannequin, you know, the mall, the big cheesy yep. 80s bright mall. And body snatchers. About body, invasion and, of the body snatchers, yeah. for sure. And that they're not killing people, but they're harvesting them and using them as drones, basically. Which, by propagate. the way, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, they. I was wondering if they're going to find a way to kind of save them all. There was no saving them. No, as soon as the Mind Flayer was done, they're done. Is what? Because yeah. they become symbiotic with it. So I don't think they go back to their human life. So, like, no. the lifeguard, her parents, all the people that they're all dead. have been infected by that slime. It was, but they're not, they're not being killed. You know, they're being used you know it's it's not yeah, like they're not then, like murder victims they're but just then they uh, i know i know we're getting kind of we're jumping ahead but they they do end up kind of turning into goo and absorbing themselves into yeah. the big mind flayer monster and i mean it was at that moment that i was like oh no they're dead did they're i dead. miss there's like, no going back from that right so right at the beginning we are introduced to uh, a thematic portion of this season the russians for lack of i mean who was Bad guy 101 in a lot of 80s movies. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the either Ru- the Nazis or the Russians. Yeah. So we were introduced right away. And in this one, it was the Russians, too. So maybe I missed it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe they didn't explain it. Did, when did the Mind Flayer break through? I don't know. At the end of season two, you know, the little Easter egg is he's on top of the, the school. But he's still but in, in the, the upside, upside down. down. Right. So when did they break through? Did they do that in the establishing shot when the Russians are working on that super, super high-tech weapon? In the Soviet Union, and then he's like, you have a year. Yeah. And then somewhere between then and then a year later, that's when they develop a secret base in the mall at Hawkins, Indiana. Which, by the way, very speedy and also very secret. Yeah, where were the permits on that? I mean, that it was one corrupt mayor allows basically a whole country to infect us. It was was like a a mile underground. This gigantic, huge. It was like a hive facility. Yeah, it was like the hive. And you're right, exactly. It was like the in Red the Resident Evil movie. Mm -hmm. And it a little silly now in retrospect. Now that I look at it, but I didn't think about it at the time. But yeah, I was like, well, I I did because of how long it took them on the elevator to get to the bottom. Mm. I mean, they were going down for a really long time dude whoever got that contract job though props the russians yeah the oh, russians yeah. got it maybe donald trump gave it to him it's communism yeah yeah, in yeah. oh this is trump tower but like reverse because it goes down oh, oh that's how the mind we just figured came it out. out i agree with you there's no um like they didn't hint even hint at how the mind flare got into the real world. Yeah, just like a little smidgen of his sludge. How did it break through? And they didn't even show us a and bit of like it. And then like the rats became the carriers and then the rats started infecting people. People got infected, started infecting other people. Once that ball was rolling, I was like, okay, cool, this makes sense. But where was that introduction? Where did just a smidgen of his shadow creature self break through to our plane of existence? And I they, missed that. They sh- Well, I know. I don't think they showed it. Uh, so okay. they showed it in Russia. Then they showed it a year later. They're trying to do it in Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And it would have been nice if we got a little bit of a something where, like, they, they were in Hawkins, they had just built a portal, like, it was slightly opening, yeah. and then maybe, like, you're right, maybe, like, a little slug of something, kind of like what Will coughed up in the first, after, right. you know, at the in end the of drain, the first yeah. season. Like, something like that kind of escapes out of a little hole and gets away and nobody notices it or something. And then that could be the all harbinger. we needed. Yeah, just a little signal. To, and then and then it needed to feed off of other life forms to grow because every time it absorbed 
other life forms, it grew into the bigger mind flare. Right. But it didn't show any of that. It just was all of a sudden in Hawkins. Like there. And that was one of those things that did, while watching it, I, it did throw me off. Like I was like kind of questioning it. Yeah. And I would rather just be enjoying it. Both new and old. Let's talk about the characters. The progression of the already formed group, mm-hmm. uh, including their parents and whatnot. By progression, you mean like progressively getting creepier? <laughs> creepier things? Because like... It should, that should be a spinoff series, creepier things. And it's just Will like like yeah. looking at you through a window. I feel like Eleven, Dustin, Lucas, and Max were great. But I could not get over Mike and he Will. He was kind of a bastard this season. Kind of. But then again, he's going through adolescence. They're all going through adolescence, They, they right? did articulate that very well. And, and he's also really confused because he's in a relationship. And just the, the flimsiness of a relationship, especially through yeah. a 14-year-old pubescent right constantly being like what did i do yeah i'm breaking (laughs) up with you what why here here's a really nice jewelry take me back yeah yeah and i i thought that was charming you know i i thought because we all remember what that was like oh being that awkward teenager not knowing exactly how a relationship doesn't get any better really in your 30s you just have like money to (laughs) a little bit a little bit we're trying this podcast isn't paying for itself so you know who had a really good progression who? Uh, Joyce Byers, Winona Ryder's character, because she Toned was not down. crazy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, granted, she didn't season, have a kid missing this season. But I mean, she went through a lot of shit. Yeah. And, and especially season two when Will's just like shitting out or vomiting out that shadow creature. Basically, oh, well, I'd say the, season one too because oh, he's missing she's the whole season. Yeah. Speaking to Christmas lights and being like, oh, Will, and because you know, it's like she. I mean, I know technically she was right the whole time. Yeah. But I mean, she went nuts. Yeah, she, she was, was really of, toned down this mind. season, and uh, I appreciate that. And finally, someone, her in this case, got some sense. You know, I remember, I remember uh, after season one, especially season two, I'm like, why the hell don't you guys just move? Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> and finally, and finally, at the finally end of the season, that, yeah. they move out. A little yeah. bit of sense. Took 11 and they with took her. 11 with it. Yeah, and I thought that was a weird move. It makes sense because who was Hopper falling for, and who's the next closest trusted adult now that Hopper's... I'm going to use quotes because that shows up on a podcast. Gone, which we'll discuss. Um, it made sense. I just no. I guess I'm. I what I didn't understand was, I mean, why would Eleven move away with this one family? Where I mean, I know she doesn't have a family anymore because Hopper took care of her, and Hopper is in essence gone now from the show temporarily, probably. But like, it just seems weird that she wouldn't stay with, say, Mike's parents because I mean, they're in a relationship. They. They just didn't touch on that. They just all of a sudden it was like, no, okay, it was we're moving out and you're coming with us. No discussion. Maybe we'll see next season that he had wrote, written Joyce a note saying, should something happen to me, I want you to take care of Eleven. Oh, they, maybe. They could easily do they, something they just off camera like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's talk about Hopper actually. So he was, he was Hopper so good. in the end. Well, okay. So yes, I think that David Harbour as Hopper is just he's always very very charismatic but also he was a very flawed character like specifically during the season a lot of that on display he was very flawed more than in my opinion more than in the other other seasons because he's also trying to be a father and he's kind of failing miserably at it right and when he had his own daughter um she was just a youth when you know she passed so he's never actually had like a teenager Mm -hmm. in his stead before so this is all very new to him and And you can tell he's taking it from that moment where he lost his daughter to where he picked up Eleven. And right. Because he, he straight calls Eleven his daughter. 
Yes. And he's very protective. That's the verbiage he's using. Um, so I thought his character was probably my favorite throughout this entire Super season. Super enjoyable. I yeah. think he had the best arc. I thought the kind of, what do you call it? Like that rocky sort of are they or aren't they with uh, Joyce. Him, J- yes. Uh, Jim and Joyce were like, it was good. It was charming. They were always fighting, but you can tell that they kind of liked each other. I thought that was good. But yeah, then, and they've been through a lot. So like through yeah. tragedies and through this whole last couple of years in their hometown, it's really brought them together because they're like two of the only people that really know what's going on. Right. Yeah. And they share that. Yeah. You know, whereas if they were to get with anyone else, they'd have to basically not talk about any of that. And she's still torn up about Bob too. Uh, you know, we don't know yeah. what we're led to believe it's a year later. That's fair enough. I would still potentially be sad over losing someone, you know, especially in such a, a fashion. And that was awesome how even though he didn't have a even a like one word, they still showed him he got a credit in like that first episode when they show a flashback of her on the couch with him. I was like, good for Sean Astin. Yeah. Make a little money. <laughs> Maybe. I'm I mean, sure. they just used an old clip. Still. Yeah. I'll take it if I was him. No, oh, we miss him already. Yeah. Uh, new characters. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's talk about... Old characters. Sorry. No, no, no. I want to t- finish talking about Jim Hopper because that disappearance that you mentioned that we'll be like, oh, we'll talk about that later. Well, let's talk about it. Here we are. So in the end, uh, Joyce basically hits a switch that disintegrates anyone in that one room with the beam. Yes. And Which is the portal... The por- yeah. yeah, and to shut down the portal, which in end, or in essence, kills the mind flare. Yes, we sure see it wasn't the fireworks. Other people disintegrate, and they're clearly intentional about showing you that. And yet, like you're we about did to not say, see Jim Hopper di- disintegrate. Right, so don't believe what your eyes might not have seen. And there's an end credit scene, of course, which is like the biggest talking point takeaway from this season. Is he the American? Several times when the the Russian soldier mafia guys are after Hopper in pursuit of him, especially once uh, the scientist defects with they him. They call him the American. The American. And yet they're very Which, specific. Which, by the way, you're in America. You got to narrow it down. Yeah, please. Come would on, you? Bro. Um, yeah, they're very specific. And when they're doing that post uh, credit scene with who's going to you know, get sacrificed to the Demogorgon, they go to a cell door and he's like, no, not the American. So, of course, the popular purveying theory is it could be him. It could be Hopper. Uh, maybe he. Maybe he went into the portal. That's what I would kind of like to believe. Yeah. Did he somehow, at the last, last second, hop through the portal to get into the upside, upside down. down? But then again, then how does he end up in Russia? To be um, explained, potentially, if that's the way they go. Or does does he somehow get captured right before that moment by the Russians and then brought to safety and then they ship him off? Because it said, like, what, three months later? Mm-hmm. But the whole, the whole portal thing throws me off because I would say that that's one of the most likely is that he somehow jumps through the portal for safety and then it closes. But then, like, how does that work? Because the upside down is a mirror image sort of of this world, right? Yeah, so there, so there's how conceivably he... an opening anywhere on Earth that you can make it. But, I mean, he would, in the upside down, have to travel to Russia. Oh. Unless it's like the the, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas where he just walks over to a tree and that door opens up and... Russia and another the tree next to it is a door in China and the, well, we you need, know what I mean. We I obviously don't know. need to sit on the next writers meeting for season four. Oh, we uh, should do that. Yeah, we'll we'll call them, please. And my personal want and desire is for Hopper to still be alive, but for that to not have been him, I think it should be uh, Matthew Modine's character from season one. Somehow he's not dead. You know the uh, 
Oh, the, the, Papa. Fa- the father, Papa. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I think he should be the American they're referring to. Somehow he's not dead at the end of season one or some something rather. And then if you'll recall in season two, when she's meeting up with the other special powers or other girl with special powers, I forget who they run into, but someone said, basically, I, I this is loosely in my memory, but they referenced uh, Matthew Modine's character and said he's not really dead. Did they? I don't remember yes. that at all. And no. it was like a point of anger for Eleven, and she like freaked out about it. Um, that was which one was thing. a weird <laughs> that was a weird episode from season two. Yeah, like the one that everyone points to is like that didn't fit. Yeah. That didn't fit with the rest of everything. I am gonna. It didn't have any payoff. No, it really didn't. I am gonna distract myself for just a second. We'll get back to what we were talking about. Who's the American? Is it Hopper? But you know, she meets the other girl. They showed that's the very first scene of the last season. Season two, right? They're showing that there's others because she's 11 mm-hmm. of how many? And so there's at least 10 before her. When they showed eight, the girl who can cause illusions, they never revisited that. Like, no. So something tells me they've either, you know, being that was a kind of a contentious part of last season for a lot of people and those characters, maybe they're just going to drop it and let it go. Or maybe there's a super form up X Men team coming in a later season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was weird that they didn't even mention the other girl and her crew, even though they were. Right. For better or for worse, pretty big part of last season. Yeah. I just thought that was a little odd to not even acknowledge that. Well, and now, according to the ending of this season, Eleven can't use her powers anymore. Yeah. Perhaps there's a way that they can help her unlock that again. Maybe. I don't know. But I agree with you. I think that like it was it was definitely the weirdest episode, probably the least popular episode of all of the seasons. Yeah. Yet it still feels like a waste to throw it in there and then not do anything with it. Right. So, so I'm hopeful we'll they'll pay off later. Do you have theories about who the American is? Do you think it's Hopper? I do think it's Hopper. Yeah, he's not really gone. Although that emotional music and reading of the letter, I don't know. I kind of almost want him to be gone for that to stand up. Yeah. But I, I still don't think it has to. Yeah. I mean, I got very choked up about it, even though I was like, I'm pretty sure he's might he's okay. <laughs> so I I I I kinda want in the uh in like a season four or whatever, I whatever happened to him, I want him to come back with some sort of powers and abilities like uh, Eleven. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and with I think because he's already like this big dude and he gets shit done yeah, with he, his he's almost sloppy. brute force. He's yeah, he's sloppy, unorthodox. But he's he's drunk half the, the time. At the same time, he's good, right? Yeah, like, but he finds a way. He yeah, he's like the guy you want as your handyman, but with like kicking slash ass slash bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now I want him to have powers. Please, claws just come out of his hands. So all the other characters still did their things, although they didn't maybe register as much. Like I thought, like Nancy and Jonathan Byers took a little more of a backseat this season, which is fine because not everyone's going to be like did shining. Because there is. Well, I see. I could see that. Well, I, I feel the, like uh, everybody the, had their own. They're important to the plot. Their own point line that the, then came together, though. That's so true. The they're convergence all separate. Yeah. was really good. Yeah, I, I like the fact that the kids are getting older. I mean, physically, so you have to progress them, but it makes sense. It syncs up really nice. Whereas adult actors can look the same age for how many years on end? You know, you could mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you like any of the new characters? Really, when I say new, as far as anyone of real consequence, I think Robin was about it. Thought she oh, was I liked Robin a lot. Good new character. I really did. Yeah. I thought she was a good character. I thought she was written really well. And I hope that she's back in season four. Yeah, she presents a new dynamic to the group. Mm-hmm. And while the group is still, even though they're growing separately and going their own separate ways, still really strong win together, which was perfectly exemplified in the last episode. I thought that team up in the mall was 
pretty fresh. Yeah, I think that that, that was, was awesome. I mean, the whole season was structured like a good movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you have all of these storylines converging into one where they all work together to defeat the evil. And it's, I mean, that's a very 80s style kids movie trope. And I yeah. thought it worked really well. Now, I don't know if you noticed this. It was subtle. But did you notice that every time the mind flare was near, uh, Will got a feeling on the back of his neck? I think that was, it was not, not very subtle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> we're doing this again. That was one little thing. Nothing doesn't take away in any major way, but it's just like, okay, little, little forced, but I get it. I imagine the director and be like, okay, now, Will, I want you to look away, look confused. Look there confused, you go. There right. You go. Look lost. Look now, slowly lift your hand, touch Guys. the back of your neck. There you go. Okay. Now say your line. Guys, I think, I think it's close. Yeah. <laughs> and I need a haircut. God. Shave that poor kid. You guys want to oh. play D&D &D again? Mm. Uh, that was a good dynamic, too, just showing, like, you know, like... Some of them are progressing and moving beyond. And some they... are having problems still, like, yeah. like letting go of what they had. Okay, one major... This is major for me. Not really. I'm being dramatic. But the one thing that I just really didn't like, it was just a quick little thing, but I didn't like it, is when you finally meet Susie, and I thought that was a cool payoff, and, you know, hearkening back to the first episode with the major tower i'm rambling but then when she gets on with him and he they're trying to use that pythagorean theorem code whatever it was. What it was it wasn't but, yeah. but it sounds scientific and mathy like that a squared plus b squared equals c squared is pythagorean yeah. theorem well cool just i paid attention i did too miss schumacher's algebra class we used to have to sing it i'm not joking so really we could memorize it yeah Ugh, uh, I'll, I'll show you sometime with my clothes on i like that i like that part of the the episode though where they started singing no that was awful i no, hated see, it i thought it was charming like, and fun and it was Susie, meant to be this? it was meant to be cheesy and stupid it was meant and to it seems just so out of place because there's a moment of building high tension and drama and shit's about to end and then that's just why like, i liked it ah, i just seemed that's why i thought it was perfect it, it um, felt like it wasn't done to actually progress the story is done just to be like hey wouldn't it be funny if we did this and it got a bunch of people talking and it did. Yeah, okay, I'll give like you it. my my one gripe. Two. I'll give you two gripes. <laughs> my first is that episodes one through three, I did have an issue with because I felt like watching episodes one through three, I was like, okay, they're going to this um, old school horror movie trope of the monster, or you can also replace that with alien, or you can also replace that with ghost. Yeah is taking over the humans and using them to do their bidding. Mm -hmm. And what bugged me was I was like, that was never really a part of the previous season. So they hadn't laid that groundwork as this is how it works. Even though, and I know people listening will be like, but Will had the bug or virus or whatever in him. Yeah. But it didn't control him and make him kill people. No, that's so true. So it's a little weird that the Mind Flayer was able to do that and made people splash into gooey liquid and absorb him. It, it was just, it all didn't match the physical reality that they put forth with the other demons, the Demogorgons and stuff in that world. It's a fair does point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I didn't really like how they did that, with, especially well, maybe the episodes mind one through three. knew that the approach he had in the first two seasons didn't work, so he had to change it up. I mean, I, I, if he can just make that up on the top of his head. Well, like, he can flay minds, so yeah. I guess so. Yeah. The other th little thing that I, annoyed me was the way too long mall scene 
uh, where Eleven oh. goes shopping. When it like purposely does the eighties like shopping montage, but <laughs> yeah. it was like became like okay. I, just, I thought it. it was. I mean, it was yeah. like I, I get where you're going with this, guys, but it was like a never ending story. Of, oh, yeah. there you go. All right, I, I, think, I agree. I think we've laid out all the goods and the bads. Yeah. In the end, we really like this season, right? On a scale of one to five, Billy Hargraves, I give it four and a half. Yeah, I'd be right. I'd be four and a half. R.I.P. Billion Hardgraves. Nice. Yeah, we'll take it. And that is our official random fandom stamp of approval on Stranger Things Season 3. I see why you almost botched it at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to say. It is. And now let's... That's our topic of the week. What else do we have? We got a bunch of news to talk about. And it's crossing platforms. Yeah. So we have a jingle for this. We don't. Do we we have to make them? Do we have the ability to come up with something really cool off the top of our heads collectively? Yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's do it. I bet, I bet we can create like this news jingle. Yeah. Just off top of our heads. You're obviously way more musical than I am. So you start, I'll, I'll back you. Okay. This is is the the news. news. This This is is the the news. news. It rhymes with with Blue's Clues, which was a show on Nickelodeon. (laughs) That was good. It was really good. When this episode fucking blows up, that's why right there. Speaking of blowing up, Marvel just jizzed everywhere. (laughs) They took their... Freaking big dick entertainment out and just hose like, and just hey like, everyone. Yeah, just saturate yourselves in our freaking plentifulness. Yeah, basically yeah. they're like, oh, you you have a movie trailer too? <laughs> Cute. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna give you an entire slate for several years, which is they're gonna like dominate the fucking out box office to like twenty twenty three, legit or twenty twenty one at least. Um, between cinema twenty, and, yeah, November twenty twenty one is the latest. Okay, so let's Ugh. let's go through what and this is just what what's we announced. Know. This yeah. is just what's announced. There's still more to come, I'm sure. So, so let me remind everyone that when season three was announced, there were Spider, yeah. What did I say? Season, season three. three. <laughs> you know, what? we we're just talking. So about, when phase yeah. three was announced, I think also at San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. they didn't have Spider Man movies in there. They didn't have. Ant-Man and the Wasp in there, but like they added them in as time went. And, and they also took out, like in phase three, we were supposed to get the Inhumans at the end of that. And that was completely scrapped. Who the hell so, is that anyways? Well, maybe that was why it was completely scrapped. But then again, so we do have ones that are not so noticeable this phase, like we're Shang-Chi getting a little further and Eternals. Yeah. So should we just go through the slate that we know of? Like Please. one by one? Okay. These are with working dates. Right. Starting with Black Widow. Okay. I guess they really are doing it. I don't know why you have such an issue with this movie. Because she's dead. Yeah, but this one... There's nothing on the line then. This one is not taking place after the latest Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) This one apparently is supposed to take place right after, I think, Captain America Civil War. Really? See, I I would think that if I was going to get excited for a Black Widow movie... It'd be like a prequel for her origins that they've never they've hinted at and sprinkled little. I feel snippets like they're about. getting they're going to do the origin in flashbacks of in this movie. Okay, because we've got a bunch of people who are from like her Russian whatever you call it, like the school that created her, the Kremlin. So you've got yeah, the Kremlin. <laughs> so you've got the uh, you've got a woman named Yelena. You've cool. got Melina. Apparently, they didn't know how to. <laughs> right uh, there's also uh, Katrina. um yeah 
And so you've got like these other people who want to be the Black Widow. And then as well as uh, David Harbour, who we were just talking about from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. is going to be in this movie as Alexi. Good Russian Who is name. also, I know, which is the, isn't Alexi the... The guy they basically... Smirnoff guy? Yeah, the, yeah, I think it was. And so anyway, he plays the Red Guardian. And the Red Guardian is like a Captain America for Russia. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that is first on the docket. May uh, May of 2020. 2020. Wowzers. That's really not that far away. So what Disney did here, um, especially as it relates to all the Marvel properties, they staggered a lot. Like, hey, here's this movie. Here's this uh, Disney Plus streaming. And, yeah, like, uh, yeah, with show. a new, new streaming service. A lot of ones we already knew about or were widely speculated upon. But then sometime in fall of 2020, I imagine like September or whenever sweeps are, uh, we're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. It will be the first announced uh, Marvel show on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and that picks up right after the events of Endgame. Right after Falcon just got the shield, and is I could see the very first scene, like um, you know, Bucky being like looking at him, like all happy for him, like, and then it just turns and he's like, you know, he always liked me more, and I've known him like a lot longer yeah. than you, and I'm probably a better fighter. <laughs> I'm his just best friend. You know. And then Falcon will be like, you tried to kill him several times, and he's like, yeah, but. Only because we were best friends. Yeah, but I didn't succeed. So yeah. no harm, no foul. And I and I think on stage they did this thing where like they were passing the shield back and forth. Oh, how some. And so I, yeah, exactly. I think that was so they can be like co-captain Americas. Yeah, I think I think maybe a part of the show is going to be them kind of arguing about who's the new Captain America. Maybe? I could see that. Who's their Who's their fight against? I wonder. I like wonder what their first opposition is going to be. It's going to be like what's a big his name? Group. Baron Zemo is going to be back. Oh really? So yeah, Baron Zemo is back in this. Who doesn't really have any powers himself as displayed by civil war but he's a plotter and he's a he's, yeah he's a aggravator <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> what are your powers aggravation and they're oh no that's scary yeah help what else what else a lot of what else so next is eternals which is slated for november of 2020 and that actually has some big names attached to it like angelina angelina jolie mm-hmm. um as well as like selma hayek and a handful of other people that I that don't you like recognize. seeing in movies when their tops are off. Mm, yeah. So I don't know much about. <laughs> we just pause. So I don't know much about Eternals, honestly. Like I, I, I figured based on that name, it's going to be a long movie. Uh, <laughs> nobody should die, and oh, maybe it's just like Highlander. Mm. Yeah. What if what you know Space it, Highlander? Eternals has one of those names that, that I think that like the sequel should be called Eternals infinite everything is infinite now yeah well especially like a lot of it is presumed in space with a name like that i'm like those are space people yeah a lot of this i think is now kind of heading out to space so they say what for that late 2020 Mm -hmm. okay and then something i know literally nothing about shang chi february 2021 and that's movie that's a movie like like you said at the beginning, like now that phase three is over and a lot of our staple characters are either gone or elsewhere, um, we're getting far reaching into like some of the corners of the MCU. Yeah, it's a little or just Marvel a little itself. Odd. Yeah. But I think that they've built enough rapport with the viewers that the viewers are gonna you like look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians were still, in my opinion, I think bigger than Shang Chi, but they were able I don't to know take what the, hell the Guardians. Shang-Chi is. Yeah, they were able to take the Guardians of the Galaxy and put them up at like top tier. True. And maybe... So from potential obscurity to potential relevance, mainstream crossover, mm-hmm. popular acceptance, who knows? I have nothing on this um, except for it's a movie. 
And then the other thing that I think is also kind of weird to me is uh, a show called WandaVision, which is... Why weird? I just don't know if they were the characters that I would want to see a spinoff TV show. Totally secondary. Like Wanda and Vision. And Vision was supposed to be dead, so who knows how that's... No. Well, but yeah, I, I, supposed I to, guess they had... They downloaded his they consciousness. They downloaded his consciousness. And they just got to find another body or recreated landing spot It's the for, same actor, so... Yeah. They probably just rebuilt him to look the same. Yeah, and then they'll like, the show. tighten up all his defects, you know. And then... Don't really care. And then after that... Uh, That's on Disney Plus, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Spring 2021 is Ooh, what we're giving for that. And then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So that's going to be effectively Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. And it sounds... And I mean, really obviously just by the name. Yeah, exactly. It's They've already teased the multiverse in Spider-Man Far mm-hmm. From Home. And now it looks like we're actually going to get into it. And maybe we get into it earlier with like the Eternals or something. But Well, and who better to kind of be uh, spearheading that Doctor Strange through his cosmic yeah. mysticism and, you know, he, his all-seeingness through many universes. And, mm-hmm. and so. is like, you know, he was already able to see millions of ways that like stories can play out, right? right? So he sees millions of futures already. There's nothing to say he can't see all of the different multiverses. Cool. Uh, we know that... Um, Scarlet Witch will be a... I was going to say Scarlett Johansson. Scarlet Witch is uh, tagged along with that. They said Elizabeth Olsen is confirmed oh, to really? be part of the, that movie. Yeah. So All we'll right. see. Maybe he they team up and... Hooray. <laughs> cosmic crime fighters. Then Loki. Oh, uh, no. You're, sorry. And to point out... Yeah, you're right. I did hear that. Okay. And I heard that there's the story in WandaVision will play directly into the movie. So remember how Jeez, Louise, with like Disney. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they tried to do that? They tried to have and like then, some and crossover then Agent with Carter uh, and America. whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And it sort of worked, but, but it's not, not really. Like you didn't, you weren't missing out. It's just like little, it's like basically little side missions. Like, oh, I recognize that, but it's not yeah. main, it's not yeah, main yeah, yeah. story. It's not exactly. You could still enjoy the main story without doing the side mission. Cool for those that are going to be getting the Disney Plus and end up liking it. Disney Plus also has uh, 40 more shows. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm being slightly <laughs> exaggerative. Loki, you know, if you uh, were paying attention at Endgame, Loki has a way back into existence, even though he's dead. So yeah. this version of him has not turned nice yet, I yeah. guess you could say, right? Yeah, so he's still the mischief, yeah. mischievous dude. And he also has the Tesseract, mm. I think, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Loki has the Tesseract. So, so we'll, we'll see, see a one. mischievous Loki Cool. with powers. I, I really like the, the actor who plays him kind of done with him as a character though i was ready to just say goodbye but i get it it's money it's gonna <laughs> yeah it's what it is yeah so somebody's like hey i want to do a loki tv show and they're like we can't do that we killed him and they're like yeah but money and they're like oh, oh okay, okay great yeah, idea yeah. let's do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what then else, what else? after that we've got in summer of 2021 a series called what if and which now, if they're anything like the comics which i used to love and collect Awesome. So I never read those comics. Tell us about the comics. So the one that- I remember having specifically was what if Iron Man died from a... Because he never got a tetanus shot or something like that. Like his suit <laughs> cut him. And they're just like these like little one-offs. And they're fun. And they have no bearing on you know actual characters or series or canon or anything like that. And it's just basically like all this goofiness. Some of them were really serious. What if... Uh, was it Qzar? Quasar? Some Quasar. Old- Quasar got pregnant or something like that. What? Yeah, like really obscure shit. Just like, it, it's like all the stuff that got, you know, pitched in jest when they were sitting down doing like, okay, what are we doing for this next episode yeah. or issue? And it's like all the stuff that got scrapped off the table. Huh. 
It, they were fun as a kid. I wonder what they're going to be like. I, could I bet see... it's like the, you know how like Black Mirror? Yes, very much so. Kind of has like these episodic things. And they're not bearing from one to the other. Love, Death, and Robots, same thing, right? Yeah. Where they don't have a connection to any actual canonical universe. But just a bigger theme of, well, in this case, a simple question. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then we have a Hawkeye TV show. I guess. Fall 2021. Uh... Yeah, well, is whatever. he strong enough to have his own series? It's just I mean, as long li- as it's like the, the Arrow I'm, for DC has had. I mean, they've literally like created five a, or six a, what they call deep. an Arrow verse, which has a, the Flash and a bunch of others. I don't even remember what is yeah. the other one. The the shitty, the shitty like DC show Black oh. Lightning. No, that's one of them. Oh, whatever. Supergirl. That's another one. No, actually, that wasn't bad. I'm talking about the one where there's a bunch of them together and they fly around on spaceships and do stupid shit. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. That was bad. so bad. It's bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, will Hawkeye be will be Disney better Plus. than that. Okay. Because, I mean, honestly, Disney is doing pretty well. So and then, hopefully they'll be smart. The last thing that Marvel announced... Well, no, they announced one other thing, but that they're including yeah. in in this, uh, this smattering of movies and whatnot. Thor, Love and Thunder. So not Thor 4, supposedly by Taika Waititi. Um, uh, well, they had, um, Thor and Valkyrie on stage. I'm calling them by their, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? On stage. And then they called out Natalie Portman saying she will be the female Thor. So I don't know how they're going to go does into he, like, but it sounds like they're all going to be a part of that. To her? Or does she like go to space and get infected by a, <laughs> I have <laughs> a lightning rod or something? Gets bitten by like a radioactive hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for those things. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know her comic origin or how that works. Uh, just conceptually. I'm sure it's going to be great by the time I'm it rolls sure it around. I'm sure it will be great. Uh, shit, dude. We could easily die by then. So we might not ever know. I'm not planning on it, but still a long ways away. That's over. Nobody really plans on it. Well, if you do, be responsible. You know, fill out your paperwork and get your affairs in order. <laughs> Please. Okay, yeah. Don't then, really care. But big news uh, for me personally. How about this announcement? Just an announcement of a new blade yeah a new remake whatever is with marshala ali maharshala ali. maharshala yeah. MS- yeah. okay guy rules he and is a very good actor instantly as soon as they said he's attached i'm like oh i can totally see that me too yeah and not just the black thing but well, no but i mean that that's goes, a part of it that's part of it yeah. but he just he can fit the role he can be stoic cool composed funny you mm-hmm. know um isn't it kind of weird though that he believe- was already in a, Mar- a marvel property Oh, yeah, and Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. A lot of people do the double dip. But he did really well in that, and he was kind of this stoic character. I want him to bring the same gravitas, because like that's the guy you your eyes were on when he was on screen, or Mm -hmm. you were sad when he was gone, or something like that. Yeah, and I I think we talked about that a lot when we talked about um, kind of our review of Luke Cage back then. Yeah. We said that he was the better villain, and they killed him off too quick. Yeah. And I think that, hopefully, maybe Marvel was like, you know what? We didn't use him as much as we should have. Yeah. And they give him this Blade property. I think that's awesome. I mean, you think about Blade of the late 90s. Uh, I'm not really big on Blade 2 or that Trinity by the time the third one rolled around, but the original Blade, you think about how cool it was, but really bad special effects because it was low budget. Marvel movies were not really a thing back then. It was definitely, it was the first of its kind when you think about it. So just think if they took the coolness and the same awesome concepts, but with today's just ever-changing landscape of movie-making abilities, 
could be awesome. Has mm-hmm. a recipe for awesomeness. Yeah. I know nothing more, no firm date as far as I know or anything like that, but it could and should be awesome. Well, and it's not listed in here under phase four. So I, yeah, it was part of their panel for lack of a better term. But yeah, so I'm like, is that is that a 2022 phase five or are they going to fit it in? Or maybe it's just going to do its own thing. Maybe it's going to have no bearing on anything else. Because Blade is kind of in a standalone universe. I can't see like yeah, but Blade and like be... Captain America being like, hey, all right, pals. I mean, but you have all of the other, you literally have a, a god. I like Blade running solo though. I really do. Okay. I, I think they'd be making a little bit of a mistake not to bring him into the fold of everything else. Because mm. if they, if you've built this universe where all of these impossible things exist together, where you have people with powers, you have gods, and you know, like you have a kid who's bit by a spider like you have all and then they're going to be bringing in x-men so you have mutants and i feel like they can just do whatever they want yeah they could. as long as they just wrap it together but you know with what good might writing. prevent that blade could should and darn well better be rated r because you can't oh. have a good blade movie pg-13 that's a really vampires good point. like turn to dust or something like that that's i a need really blood good point. i need i need that rave scene recreated i know ah yeah the best best of any of those movies i will remember that, that for the rest of my days um, so there's a couple notable things missing. What? Guardians 3. That's we true. didn't see anything from there. Right. And last we know, Thor was with the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So is the next Thor Love and Thunder going to take place and then the Guardians? We don't, we don't yeah, really know. Yeah, it kind of throws a wrench in my view of what you thought was going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I kind of thought it would be the other way around. Right. We didn't see anything about Spider-Man. No. Which is weird to see all of Phase 4 with no Spider-Man when it's doing so well. Right. No Avengers movies in itself. Like, we don't have an Avengers 3. It's true. Ish. Wait, 4. Avengers 4. Five, me. really, technically. Mm, you're counting Captain America Civil War. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame. Oh, yeah. God damn. Five. Okay, well, we didn't get an Avengers 5, and we didn't get a Black Panther 2. No, but we should. Well, especially, I mean, Black Panther was incredibly successful. Yeah. And I think the only Marvel movie so far that's been up for, like, Academy Awards, right? So bring it back. People liked it. I'm sure, I'm sure by year's end we'll get something. You know what? I was surprised Disney didn't uh, spew forth with their jizz of just everything. Uh-huh. More Star Wars anything i don't remember hearing anything about the mandalorian or uh rise of skywalker seems like this would have been the opportunist time but it definitely seemed like they were heavily focused on all the marvel properties so maybe they didn't want to cannibalize from their own thing true 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 true. let's let's be done with that be done with that what else did we see um from san diego comic-con that wasn't part of mcu and disney and their their uh, who cares well the witcher brought (laughs) a new trailer you know, All right. A while back, a week or so ago, we saw, you know, there's some stills, and now there's a full-on trailer. Uh, we both thought this was going to be like, oh, I wonder how they're going to adapt the game. And then they have since said, yeah, this isn't going to follow the game much at all, if any. This is going to be... I mean, in characters alone, basically. Y- yeah, this can be adapted from the books, which were the inspiration for the games, which got me thinking, cool, I don't know anything about the books, so this will be all new to me. So which is smart, because yeah. then you can bring anybody into this. Yes, and then I wonder if it'll build a lot of interest, much like Game of Thrones did when the show is established and it's awesomeness. And people are like, oh, I gotta go read the books, which inspired yeah. this awesomeness. Lord so of the Rings, the movies did the same much thing. Very so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's gonna do the same kind of business, even though it's a, it's a smaller scale, I feel like, uh, compared to those, obviously, those two huge franchises. But the trailers got me interested. I'm like, what is this? 
Yeah, I'll definitely give it a try. I'll yeah. definitely watch it. I was it, reading in an interview, sorry to cut you off, but it's more important what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I was was reading uh, in an interview with someone who's attached to the show, like uh, a producer or director or something, that it's going to be very adult, right? Good. It's going to earn that TV. So are, the sh- so are the games. Well, it makes sense, yeah. I am excited for it. I think I, I think that Henry Cavill looks weird. I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, I can't... Well, Geralt's kind of a, just a weird-looking dude. I guess he is, and anybody with that white wig would look weird. I just... I see Superman with a wig, and I can't get over that. I understand that. I, I don't agree, but I understand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the vein of our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still... I, I feel like I've heard it's not coming out to 2020, and then I feel like for sure it's going to be out like later this year. I don't know when it's coming out, and it's kind of still under wraps, I feel like. I don't think they've put out a date, but you feel you figure it can't be too far behind when they release a trailer. Hopefully. Oh yeah, not always. I the think case. it'll be. I know. I think it did have a release of like sometime fall this year or something like that. That would seem to make I think sense. That I can't you want to have a strong fall if you're a streaming mind, service. Yeah. I'm excited for it, even more so now that there's been a trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't be more excited for that than you are for say Top Gun Maverick. Oh my God! Jesus. You know we're gonna have to do a whole another episode of bomb-ass landmark movies with shit sequels that like just killed it. I mean, we, we're we going off of one trailer, but it I think it's a like bad the, idea who cares? in general to bring it's it back. A, dude, Top Gun was what, 1985, 1986? Movies will not register. And they just try to play nostalgia. They played like a remixed uh, version yeah. of like the Top Gun theme. Oh, make sure you show them playing volleyball because they still like volleyball. It's yeah. like, okay. Well, what, and it doesn't say anything about the story because it just shows him for really longer than they should at periods of time in a plane. Do you remember anything about Maverick's character itself other than he was a hothead and kind of a loner? No. I remember he just looks Kilmer like, tried to kiss him. Yeah. He just looks like Tom That's Cruise in this movie. He's like, and Ed O'Neill's like some corporal who looks like he's about to die and he's like, you could have been so much more or whatever he says. And he's like, with all due respect, sir. And then just shows him like driving off in a motorcycle. Like, cool. So what the hell is this movie? It, yeah. It I, just, I could give a shit it, less. If you, if your trailer is supposed to be getting people excited for your movie, that I felt like this did the opposite. It proved that you didn't know what you were doing yeah. and that you didn't have a direction in the movie is what you, it literally do, looks like. Do you know how long we've been hearing they're working on a Top Gun sequel? It's been like speculated for like 15 years, I feel like. So finally it's coming to fruition. There's proof, but don't care. Mm-mm. Why do we even mention it? Nope. You mentioned it. I did. My Take bad. it back. Okay, let's talk about something else that's not San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, the Switch Lite. The Slight. The Slight. It's coming out in September, September 20th in most countries. It's $200. It comes in lots of colors, and it looks kind of stupid. Well, that basically covers that. Yep. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, actually, so, okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's Game it's Boy a, It's a Switch, Switch. that's it's a Game Boy $100 Switch. less. But it's only portable and cannot be hooked up to the TV coming out in September. So if you have a Switch, then there's no reason for this for you if you have a Switch. Well, and I have a Switch and absolutely I would never buy this. And you play it mostly on your dock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for people but who... But it is good when I travel and I don't travel very often. Right. Um, Sorry about that. That's okay. I'm just not made of money <laughs> or cars. that's true you're not an autobot i'm not an autobot i'm sorry and so like i I don't travel enough to be like this is my platform that is so important to me because it keeps me busy while i travel i just don't have that i like taking it when i do go somewhere like once a year Mm -hmm. but i i I don't know i I guess for there there's places like japan where people 
use mobile gaming a lot. And I feel like this is more geared towards like a Japanese audience than it is American audience, but they might as well bring it to America and sell a few of them here and there. And if you think about it, it's fairly smart for holiday because you can have a parent who their kid is saying, I want to play, I want a Nintendo switch and the parents look and they have a $200 option and they can still get them the same game. Yeah. That's pretty smart. Yeah. It is dropping, you know, right before the holiday season. So it makes sense. Uh, me personally, don't care if I was to ever get a Switch, which I'm not going to. I would still rather have the full-on console. But I think it's nice to fill out that portion of the marketplace who just want the uh, the on-the-go mm-hmm. version. And to be clear, I think that the Switch is worth it mainly for uh, Zelda and Mario, and that's kind of it. Like Mario Odyssey and and well, whatever Zeldas they come out with are all worth it, but. Other than that, there's really not enough good games to make this no, like a worthwhile you're, console. Your station's kind of collecting dust right now. Absolutely is. So goes. I honestly haven't played it since I went on a trip, and that was months ago. Yeah. So. So you're overdue. I'm, I just want them to come out with another good game. Yeah, well, the last big one they had was Smash Brothers. You're not a Smash Brother. I know. Which, if I was, I would have got that, but no. Yeah, and like I said, I'm never going to own a Switch, but I do like it because at least you have something to take with you on a trip so that like you're not bored or something like that. But you know what is not boring? What? Was The Quiet Place. Despite its name. A the Quiet Place or The Quiet Place? A the, quiet, uh, a the Quiet Place. The A Quiet Place. <laughs> a Quiet... What is it? A Quiet Place? A Quiet Place. Okay. Yeah. So Get your A Quiet right. Place was a great movie. Okay. Surprisingly really good. It was one of my favorite from last year. And we just saw a little bit of a hint... That they just started filming A Quiet Place too. Yeah, where does where do we go from here? Is it going to be the same family? Um, is it going to be a prequel? So John Krasinski is directing again, but unfortunately, probably not starring. He's not starring because he straight up died in the last one. Yep. But the family's still around. Yeah. And I'm wondering. Yeah, that's a, that's the question, right? Is like I wonder where they'd go from here. Well, at the end of the first one, as you'll recall, they've found well, out a way to combat i wouldn't say defeat or destroy but a, a way to combat the monsters through the sound amplification amplification thing yeah so yeah where do we go from here is it gonna like expanse into them like trekking across america to try to reach safety because if you recall they didn't try to go anywhere they were just about like surviving and staying where they were yeah and you know uh is the baby gonna be like older Maybe it takes 20 years. Is the baby going to be older but in several years from then? <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> How much older is the baby going to be? Well, I think that that baby is going to be the same amount older as everybody else. Let's mm. just put it that way. How far <laughs> in the future are they going? And, and that's I'm the question. I'm most concerned about the baby. I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I have no idea where they're going to go with this, but I wouldn't mind seeing, like, they just, they found a way to destroy these creatures. And so I wonder if they are going to build some sort of, I don't know if it's going to like show them from there on, like building a device that they can then almost carry around portably so that they can take out the creatures or if they're going to show them six, 10 years later and they've built up an entire faction of people who now all know how to take these out. Right. So then it becomes more of a war between those creatures, which I don't, did we ever get their name? I think we got a name on them. Uh, the, between the creatures and and like the human race, the, the remaining the sur- surviving human race, if there is Man, much of if, one. If I knew what they know, and I was going into sequel, I'd be like, we just need to build jetpacks. 
that never exhaust or we just need to leave in, live in trees. I don't know why they didn't think of that. I'm kind of disappointed they didn't. <laughs> Man. Okay. You would do well in a zombie apocalypse. What should this title be? A Quiet Place 2. A Quieter Place. A Quieter Place. Um, a Quiet Place to Live. Oh. Because <laughs> that's what they need is they need a quiet place to live. <laughs> the quietest of places? The quietest of places. A quieter uh-huh. place. I did. That was the <laughs> yeah, you just said that. Said. <laughs> we'll see if I wasn't listening. Or if it is them traveling the world, like and and teaching people how to destroy the monsters, it could be like multiple quiet places. Mm. Or since they're using sound to destroy just to destroy the creatures, yeah, tell me. it would be a loud place. Oh, nice. Yeah, amp yeah. it up. Oh, and that would be the subtitle. Ooh, yeah. Amp it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How come A Quiet Place didn't have a good soundtrack? <laughs> a good hip-hop soundtrack. It needed one, dude. I really... Uh, and how come they didn't have any cool one-liners? Right? Like... Or in signs? <laughs> like signs one-lining? Yeah, they're just like... And it says on screen, served. She just... Yeah, does something and it just says, lights out. <laughs> Even though there's no photosensitivity to them. Uh, what movie was that? Where LL Cool J says... Mindhunters. Mindhunters. The great yes. Mindhunters. How come we haven't used that for an awesome quote oh, in history? God. You know why? Because no one else besides us two in the fucking world knows that. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, when you have Christian Slater and LL Cool J, how could you not be an awesome movie? Oh, man. Okay. Let me re- rethink of this. So LL Cool J needs to get from one point of a hall to another. That's being flooded or it has flooded like... flooded and it's electrocuted. Electri- yes. So he uses a gun <laughs> to shoot... Shoot holes in the wall. Shoot that he holes can- in the wall that he can then grab. Yep. And then he goes to turn off the power or shoot out the power, Shoot maybe. it. Yeah, of course, you got to shoot it out. I don't know why he couldn't shoot it from where he was before. <laughs> but he... Yeah, he goes to set the power off. And right before he says it, he goes, lights out. <laughs> Now, oh, imagine man. how much fun we're having displaying. Good or one-liners. Dispo- yeah. Uh, how much... What? Yeah, you can picture how much fun we're having just remembering it. And this is just the audio portion. You guys need to see the visual. It's so ridiculous. Whoever directed that movie sucks, officially. It's, it's awesome. You're right. It sucks at being awesome. Okay. Or it's so awesome at sucking. I think we've... Um, Quieter Place. I think we've decided that it's going to be a quiet place to colon lights out. Yeah. Yeah. Has right. to be. Because lights are noisy, obviously. So that's all the news we wanted to talk about. Before we end the episode, though, we have been talking about Spider-Man even more after we did our last episode, last week's episode. We have a little leftover. Where we did a spoiler review. Yeah. And um, we kind of realized that what we never did was just go into that little bit of a geeky conversation about what do we want to see next from Spider-Man? I'd like to answer that question. Let's spend five, maybe ten minutes just talking about where we want the Spider-Man series to go in that Marvel Cinematic Universe. For continuity's sake, I always like it when a movie picks up right up after the events of the preceding movie. Oh, yeah. I think that's fun. Like, episodes seven to eight, you know, of uh, Star Wars. Like, it just makes you feel like, even though two or three years have passed, like, we're still right there in the thick of it. I would love for the movie to start with Peter's reaction from the right. mid credit scene. Where he's like literally on the lamppost still. Yeah, and still like living in that moment of shock. And then I think it would be cool if some vigilante villains rose up to try to, you know, do public service and defeat the now evil, you know, public enemy Spider-Man. I would love to see, I'd like to see a scorpion. 
you know, they've hinted at oh, him yeah. from, uh, from Homecoming. I mean, they've, they've uh, and we touched on this in the last episode, but they are hinting at a Sinister Six. Yeah. Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scorpion, which was just known the by the tattoo, he had a scorpion tattoo yeah, and that very was our subtle. way of knowing, you know, there's him, there's vulture, there's shocker, o- shocker. Yeah. And then we, Mysterio, the, the Mysterio, I think Mysterio he's is, out there. is definitely I, we there feel still. he's out there. Yeah. Um, and then possibly the tinker if they decide to count that, but I don't think they will. Right. Um, and so I would love to see them just bring in a couple of classic villains and it, it doesn't, I don't want them to jump into the sinister six and then introduce these people in the same movie. I'd rather have these people get their own movie, but I would love to see a Craven the hunter mm-hmm. or a doc Ock. And I would rather see Craven the hunter first because we haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I've noticed they're going with more of the, the, the low key villains so far. And it's this, working. Though. And well, it is. Yeah. Totally I mean, it's sort of low key. I mean, it's how it's, the I'm interesting just it's thing not is, Goblin. It's not Doc Ock. It's not Venom yet. Yes, it's not the like the 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 top tier. Yes, it's like mid tier. Although I wouldn't mind seeing a Venom show up at the end, but he's, uh, he's I don't often, know how that works in Sony world. Uh, he, yeah, I was just say he's often in cahoots with Sony. Yeah, I would not mind seeing. So like the next movie comes, and the time is passed. Well, if, if actually I should say this first. We don't know if we're going to see Spider-Man in any other Marvel crossover movies True. in between True. where they touch on this. But when it comes to the next Spider-Man movie, I would not mind if it, if we see Peter Parker maybe a year later and he's almost in hiding with S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that. Okay. And so he's kind of like working jobs for S.H.I.E.L.D. and maybe he's got like a different kind of costume so people don't really necessarily know he's Spider-Man right. or something like that. Um but his personal life is kind of tossed out the window, which I think would be a good character arc to see how he handles that mm-hmm. when he still wants to be a kid. And then I agree with you. I think that it would be great to see villains who now know who he is, who say, I want to go get him. And I, that's why I think Craven the Hunter would be On a great option. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he now can say, I know who he is. I can take him out, and it's almost like Craven the Hunter is a bad guy, but maybe with slightly good intentions mm-hmm. because he thinks Spider Man is bad. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. I do want to just mention this one thing that I thought about. I think um, I know what you're gonna say. They need more Iron Man. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yep. At the end of Spider Man Homecoming, or Far From Home, excuse me. Far from Homecoming. Uh, Mysterio says, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then it's like, what? Everybody knows? You know how many Peter Parkers there are in the world? Do you really think that people are going to go to that one Peter Parker who's a high school kid and say, you're that, you're Spider-Man? I mean, there's literally got to be thousands and thousands of Peter Parkers. That, that could be a great like little montage. They could show one of the villains who's trying to track him down, oh. knocking on doors, and like, are you Peter Parker? Maybe like, yeah. other Peter Parkers and are dying. Yeah, other or Peter Parkers attacked. are dying and drawing him out. Oh, wow. Like, this won't stop until the real Spider-Man, who knows who he is, identifies himself. Oh, that's cool. I and didn't that, even think about that. That would be a cool that thing. Would, but that would really make it so that... And I feel like automatically, be... this is such a, like a, just a, a tried and true storytelling device. Anyone who knows the now outed person is in danger. So Mary Jane's in danger. Aunt May's Aunt in danger. Aunt May's in danger, yeah. You know, a lot of people could be in danger. So he's going to have to really 
out himself even more so than just his name. The stakes He'll are put, like, a face so much it. higher. Yeah. And, and from I, the comics, Aunt May gets attacked. Yeah. So, so yeah. How about it? Spider-Man 3. Shit just got real. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Lights out. Lights out. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to turn the lights out on this 78th recording. But before we do that, we are reaching our conclusion. You know what we do at the end. We have an awesome quote in geek history. We have a shadow of the synopsis. We have That's it. the ability to do it right now. This time, it's my turn to give Brandon here hey. a shadow of the synopsis. And he's just got to see if he can figure out what movie, TV show, video game that I'm gonna uh, that I'm giving him a synopsis for. Yep. Ready? Our story begins with a woman named Kerrigan who is furious that her father willed her his gloomy-looking mansion rather than his millions. So Kerrigan is ready to burn the place to the ground when she discovers a map to a treasure hidden within the house. But when she enters the rickety mansion to seek her claim, she is frightened away by a wicked wave of ghosts Determined to get her hands on the hidden fortune, she hires afterlife therapist Dr. James Harvey to exorcise the ghosts from the mansion. Harvey and his daughter end up moving in and experience the ghosts firsthand. It seems there are four ghosts, three of which determined to drive any living person from the home. The fourth, though, seems to form an unusual bond to the daughter. Harvey figures out that the only way to get rid of the ghosts is to help them cross over to the other side. And to do this, they may need the help of the only ghost not trying to force them out. This sounds like I would like this. Or yeah, maybe I, I think you would. liked it when I potentially watched it or played it. Because I'm trying to look at you and see if you're giving me any indication based on what I'm like. Nope. Did While I you're stalling, I'm did scrolling play, through this Nintendo Switch website. Okay. <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go ahead and say my stalin has turned into floundering do you want to take a guess i do i'm gonna say it's a movie okay is it yes it is a movie is it um is it a i don't want to keep asking questions this isn't a 20 questions yeah, it, ain't, it ain't 20 questions it's not a recent movie i feel like it's not okay i can give you a year go ahead and give me the year and if i don't get it then I 1995 don't 95. Kerrigan. Kerrigan ghosts. Let me just. Well, don't focus on Kerrigan as much. It's more about Harvey and the daughter. Harvey and the daughter. Uh, it's not Rocket Man, the new Elton John biopic. Nope. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah. Which was made in 1995 and just got released here <laughs> in 2019. <sighs> the daughter. I, I'm going to just take an extra second. Okay, this is. A stupid guess, but is it Casper? It is Casper. Christina Ricci? Yeah, Christina That's right. Ricci. Oh, her, um, Casper's brothers were all assholes. Yeah. That's the, right. The, they're uncles, actually. Uncles, yeah. So he had three uncles that were all assholes that tried to kick them out. That's and Casper right. was the one who... The friendly ghost. Formed a, yeah, he was a friendly ghost, and he formed a bond with the daughter. And so this was definitely more Bill of a Pullman, synopsis of Christina the movie, Ricci. not the like old, like, our grandparents' yes. cartoon series. Sure, yeah. Wow. The hence why I said okay, in I, 1995 admit, I needed movie. some help, but I, I feel a little accomplished for having... I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me too, but I used to love it. Oh, it was a, it was entertaining. I remember when the priest went in there and they jacked him up and he comes in with his like head mm-hmm. backwards, but like not grossly, but just like goofy. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it 
I'm I'm looking right now on IMDb and only gets a six point one. So isn't it crazy how when you get older through the and lens. you realize, oh wow, reviewers did not like this Didn't movie. Like that shit. But as a kid, kid like, I awesome. thought this is great. Yeah. Oh, speaking of awesome, this time around the awesome quote in geek history is coming from a movie which I I guess is good because it has Daniel Day Lewis and people like review it really highly, but I don't remember ever liking it. But I remember this quote. It's a it's about a dairy beverage. Give a listen. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. If you didn't catch it, the movie is There Will Be Blood, based uh, yeah. off of the book. I think it was just called Oil. Sure. Which makes more sense. Like, what, There Will Be Blood. Is, blood and oil. Doesn't make much sense. But oil, I mean, the whole thing is about oil. So that makes sense. Yeah, thank you for that <laughs> analytical analysis here on the Random <laughs> Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. And hey, you're right. That movie was not great. I don't understand that movie. It was movie. slow. And like, what is this movie? I remember thinking. Yeah. It's like the hereditary I mean, a, of like oil it's a, movies. It's a life story. Sure. Of a guy. Who overacted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah. Well, I do too. But first, we want to let you know that you should follow us on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, we are on there as well, at WBB, And you can email us. Randomfandom at gmail.com. Why don't you? We love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening for the 78th time. We'll be back soon. Thank you for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky.